Welcome to the 16 Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema Subcult Series. I'm as tired of this as Tim Thomerson. And I'm here with Angus. I want to fucking quit, man. I really do. This was so bad. So we're talking about Trancers 5, Sudden Death of the Series. No, it was dead in the last one. <laughs> yeah, it was It was dead in the last one. This is like them weakened at Bernie'sing the, the series, propping up its corpse and making us smell it. Well, the thing I put it as is like the Simpsons where Homer's beating up the Hamburglar guy and the kid just starts crying, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what they did um, to the Trancer series. Dude, that's so, actually a funny meme we should make. <laughs> so before we uh, get into it, are you bringing anything special tonight? <sighs> Depression, anger. Yeah. <laughs> I figured this was so bad. I was I, I found a beer at Wawa. So, and then I thought it'd be funny because, okay, it's Snowbird Reserve Vanilla Porter and it's brewed with Wawa coffee. Okay. And I, I thought it'd be funny because our next episode is a summer episode and I thought I'd bring a winter beer, but then I was like, ah, that, yeah. that's just obnoxious. I like, I stopped thinking it was funny. I'd be like, <laughs> I was like, no, I hate me right now. So I'm yeah. just going to drink it tonight because at least I'll have a fun new beer to try as we go over this. At least you have something movie. positive to come out of this night. I don't even know that we should call it a movie. Oh, like, God. like technically, Abomination? <laughs> yeah, technically it's whatever, 90? No, it's not even quite 90 minutes, right? It's like 85? Uh, I don't remember the exact time, but... No, yeah, it's around 85 because I actually wrote down how every time I checked the time. Well, so do we want to just dive right into it? I... Speaking of the time, now uh, let's just talk about the beginning, I guess. Let let's. Can I just start with the time? Yeah. Okay. Let's just go <laughs> through this as a, a prelude to how bad it is. Okay. Okay. Three minutes. Sixteen minutes. Twenty-three. Twenty-five. <laughs> Thirty-seven. Uh-huh. Fifty-six. Fifty-nine. An hour five. An hour eight an hour 11, an hour 18, an hour 22. So those were so all it's the like times. 85 minutes. So it ends at like an hour 25. What were those times? That's every time I checked to see how much was left. God damn it. I really <laughs> wish I'd done that too. Because I wanted, because I was going to say, you have no idea how many times I checked to see how much was left. And every time it was like, fuck, only eight minutes have gone by. Okay, so... That would have been hilarious if we oh, both did that. I'm really disappointed in myself. I missed 11 minutes. Now, 11 minutes is a, like, a very important timestamp in this movie. So let's start, oh. first of all, the yeah, first yeah. three minutes and eight seconds, I wrote this one down in particular, are just the opening credits. They're yes. blue names on a black screen. Yes. Three minutes. I fast-forwarded that shit. I, I let it go. I just I was like, whatever. I was doing stuff. I was getting up. I was drinking. I was fucking petting okay. my cat. So <laughs> did you watch the entire badly narrated clip show? Yes. And the funny thing is, I wrote down the times of that, too. Okay. So Did, did we get the exact same time? For- uh, well, ele- no, no, no. Wait. 11 minutes 
is when it finally ends. This movie starts with 11 minutes recapping. That's like 10% of the last movie. I see. I wrote, 10%. Down, I wrote down longest recap ever. 10 minutes, five seconds. It is so long. Well, maybe it is so long. My when I was watching, I got an ad break before the recap. Are finished. you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't get that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Here's my notes, actually. Skip to six, please. Face palm. <laughs> fuck this. And like, what's the ad? Like, I fast forwarded after. Like, actually, fast forwarded, and then the ad break hit, and I fast forwarded again. I was like, Holy I'm shit. not watching this. Do, you know what's funny though is, um, like, I did watch the entire recap, man. It was so oh. fucking painful. But the funny thing is, like, it 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 went through every little detail like every word it they could have just replayed the movie I'm shocked right it's like you watched the entire movie at two times speed yeah it, it's, it's what i do sometimes it's what i do with my podcast yes. I listen to them yes. like that. um there was one because i don't know if you got to hear it but there was one really funny line throughout the no, I'm gonna say no. There was nothing good in what I there, watched. There was. I watched like I watched like 30 <laughs> seconds of it, and I was like, uh, "This is a little curious." And then I watched like 10 more seconds. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like we're <laughs> we're 45 seconds in, and we're like Jack Death is just getting to like the old timey dimension, like double digits of minutes to explain your last <laughs> move. That's crazy. Could this not be an opening text crawl in those three minutes of fucking credits you all had? All right. You you know when you're watching like a show on like like fucking Netflix or something and it reboots you on the last season of 13 yes. hours? Going, they, yes. They're not this long. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Like the season recaps. Like, of, like say you're watching Daredevil season three. It recaps you on the last oh, yeah. season. I just did that for Umbrella Academy season two just came out and I watched that recap and that was a great recap. It got all the perfect points and it's like two minutes, 30 seconds. Is that show or, good? Yeah. Um, I think you'd like it. Yeah, it's I, not like super extreme or crazy, but I mean, it's crazy, but I've been wanting to watch I like it. the characters. And I think it's pretty good. You know who made that, right? Um, I know it's from a Dark Horse comic. Yeah, the Dark Horse comic was made by Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh, that's weird. Who's actually, like, a really well-respected comic book writer now. And the funny thing is, like, that show reminds me kind of, because I've been watching Doom Patrol, which I think you'll love. Doom Patrol is amazing. That's um, on, like, DC's own thing, right? Yeah, but yeah, I, I, that's I, a I found it another way. Or, or, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, he's writing, or I don't know if he still is, but he was writing the last um, comic series of Doom Patrol. So I kind of want to pick it up and read that now. All I and, really remember of My Chemical Romance is one time I was at the beach with, like, when I was dating my wife with, like, her and her brother and some friends. I think you knew some of those people were there, and I don't know if you were there. Uh, and someone said, like, oh, you look like the singer from My Chemical Romance. And I said, dude. I don't listen to I said, I don't listen to hip hop. And like <laughs> Sarah and her brother burst out laughing. And the person who said it to me was just like deer in the headlights. Yeah, just know, no like, clue. Yeah. And I don't think I talked to that person again. But you look nothing like the lead singer. I don't. Yeah. I didn't even know what he looked like. I assumed that was wrong. Yeah. It's <laughs> even, totally even wrong. Even back then, I didn't look like 
I looked maybe like Kurt Cobain or something. Yeah, like definitely not that. Um. Anyways, back to like what I was saying. There was one funny line throughout the entire thing. When they're explaining all the shit, the voiceover guy says, times are different. Women don't know their place. And then it shows a woman getting hit, basically. <laughs> what? I swear to God, that was in the, in the oh, recap. Yeah, that was early on. I do remember that now that you mentioned it. <laughs> like, but I was so angry that I just didn't want to find the humor in it. That was the only thing I was like, ah, that's pretty good. I know I'm going to be in for disappointment. At least I can get behind a funny thing like that. So the the one thing that was like really kept us going in the last one, which is this is almost just like the last one on repeat, literally for eleven minutes it is. Yeah, but, technically. But, they, but Tim Thomerson doesn't even have good lines. No, like, he is so over it. Like watching him in this movie, like he looks like he can barely keep his eyes open. He is so done. Yeah. Yeah, um, like we said in the last one, at least we had him still, like, trying. There was no trying at all on his part. He was dead. I I couldn't even write anything good that he did or said, I don't think. Oh, there's one line that I wrote later, and it goes back to what I just said before. That's Uh, the only good thing. I have one line from him I like. Someone said to him, Killing's not always the answer, and he said it's usually a pretty good guess. That's it. It's all right. You want to know what mine was? Yes. Well, <laughs> dude, this just shows like what a fucking piece of shit I this am. This is like watching a school play on YouTube, <laughs> by the way. I just like yeah. so angry. I had to spit it out, but anyway, Th- this was his line: <laughs> "A woman isn't a woman unless you want to slap her in the chops." <laughs> Right, yeah, I was like, what? what? The only thing what? good about this movie is fucking women abuse. And, like, and then he's like, a man isn't a man unless he doesn't or something like that. Like, <laughs> like, he's just saying, like, like, we should hit women. Like, to be a real woman, you gotta piss off men so much that they want to hit you. But to be a real man, you just don't hit women. Yeah. Like, that's all there is to being a man is don't hit women. Damn, I am so fucking macho. I was gonna say, yeah, dude. I'm so far, I got an okay record. <laughs> yeah, I got a big old not hitting my wife dick swinging. Are <laughs> you swinging? You might hit her. <laughs> oh shit! And then I lose my manhood. <laughs> I have oh. to turn in my man card. God, dude. I don't even know what to fucking say about this movie or like. Uh, I wrote nothing, dude. Oh, like, dude, dude, it's so bad. The thing that they're searching for is called the diamond. <laughs> even a, a character even says, oh, it rhymes with diamond. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a fucking brilliant it's piece of writing. Just this giant, stupid, fake diamond. <laughs> what was so the name of the bad. name of the castle? It was like the place of no return. Oh, yeah. Something it was stupid. Like, Oh, I don't know if I wrote it down, but it was so bad that I was just like, I'm just going to ignore that. It was like the dwelling of evil or like the the horrible place of darkness. It was something along those lines. Even like Tim Thomerson, when he heard it, it was like, oh, really? That's what you guys came up with in the script? They're trying to hand wave their own writing for being so bad. And again, this goes back to what sucks is Peter David again wrote this. And directed by David Nutter. Yeah, like, 
that they're both respected people. Like, what oh, the is, fuck were they doing? He's looking for the diamond in the castle of unrelenting terror. That's it. Unrelenting terror. Oh, what and I just, I, I remember one scene where I don't remember what anybody's character was or what they did. I wasn't really bad into it. Like, no, I didn't, I didn't give a shit. write like any of that kind of stuff down. Nothing, Nothing. Really even happened. But there was like a lady like drawing pictures and shit and she said the name of it and then one oh. guy just went like the bluff absolute terror wow uh, oh she was lyra <laughs> like, yeah i remember her name because they say it a lot in this one i wasn't listening and, yeah she all, gets man. possessed by uh skeletor is that what happened <laughs> Yeah, so the old man prophet who was played by the voice of Skeletor. Yeah. When he dies or whatever, he died before, but now his essence comes back. And because Lyra is basically like, whatever is up with her, her purpose is just to serve someone. That's why she's always like on Tim, as she was also in the last one. Okay. So she, I mean, it's a kind of sad existence. So then skeletor decides like oh well you're not doing anything so he possesses her and i think their personalities merge uh i've got an amber alert that just disconnected our call so hold on everybody i'm gonna call him back and it's ringing how did we drop I got an amber alert and it just fucking dropped the call. Oh, damn. What did you last hear? I I don't remember. <sighs> I guess it just doesn't like, matter. <laughs> just like this movie, I don't remember. It was something I'm about the woman and... Uh, okay, well, I'll leave it in and I'll leave this in because I really don't want to go back. <laughs> you know what's going to be hilarious is our two tracks going over each other. You're going to be explaining. I'm just like, ah, there's a fucking amber alert. I lost <laughs> yes. contact. Let me yes. call him. Yeah. I'll hey, leave everybody. It it's ringing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. We'll um, leave it. The The only name I got from the movie was Prospero. And I remember like the last one or whatever. But every yeah. time somebody said his name, I swear to God, it sounded like they were saying Ross Perot. <laughs> and that kept me entertained enough throughout the movie to keep watching a little bit more. It's just because yeah. I was like, I was just picturing Ross Perot as this character. <laughs> like, that's how fucking bad it Struggling is. Struggling with his transfer existence. That's how bad it is. You've got to pretend Ross Perot is in the movie just to keep you, like, not turning it off. And even though this is technically a job for us, and yes. I didn't want to do it. I'm going to say this is one of the few times that it has really felt like a job yeah but i like obviously we pour a lot of hours into this on top of our full-time jobs and yeah like trying to fit it into the schedule you know it's not it's what like about six hours of movies every two weeks and then yeah. record and i edit which takes about the episode time plus 50 percent usually yeah these not, I just throw them up because whatever. Oh, I do the same thing with the woke <laughs> episodes. Like I, I just make sure it's like I take mics and just throw it on the mind and listen for thirty seconds. If it sounds good, it's out. Right. Yeah, I'll <laughs> skip through, make sure everything syncs from front to back, and like we're good unless I made a note that something needs to be fixed. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, doing all that, like editing, can feel like a job, but like editing has never been as dreadful. As sitting and watching this movie, I think no. it, 
I think it might be the worst watching experience I've had of all the movies I've watched for this show. Even like that one that was all like stock footage of fucking monkeys and leopards. Yeah. At least was hilariously bad and shorter than this. Yeah. And we got like, we were able to like talk about it like this. Oh yeah. It was a rich experience. I had (laughs) nothing. I do have a few notes. Um, Let me hear it. Cause I got, I don't want shit. Basically about the cheapness of it. Caliban wears a Spencer's gift skull ring. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was pretty funny. Um, well, I uh, also noted that our our prediction of baby transfers was way off the mark. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think we're even going to get baby transfers. No. I think I think if they hadn't gone medieval, I still want to say this would have been where we had the baby transfers. If they're yeah. still trying to do like a future modern thing. Um, there's a boring orgy. A Borgie? Boy, a Borgie. <laughs> really, like, they, they go in, it's, it's, they go into the castle of unrelenting terror, and the first trap is this, like, just this room of pleasure filled with women, but they're all just clothed, and they all just kind of rub yeah. on their arms and stuff, and kiss them a little bit. Yeah, like, they're fully clothed, there's no, no nudity, just, they're kind no. of just like, oh, well, I guess we'll just fucking sway around. Yeah, I said that, that was, I said, this was my note, was, Waste of time and harem. <laughs> yes. Dude, I, so I watch movies early in the morning and I started this at 6 a.m. And my, my wife woke up to start to get ready for work. She came out at this scene. Oh, no. And just kind of, she went, no, you know, you think like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's the sex scene and my wife walked yeah. in. But she just kind of walked in and was just like, like, dude, like, what are you, 12? Like, yeah, does I was this gonna... excite you? And I was like, no, <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Like, She's... <laughs> She thinks you'd get off to, like, PG porn, basically. Right, it was, like, it made it, like, even more awkward than if it was actually sex. Yeah. Because, yeah, it makes me seem like a little fucking 10-year-old who's so excited to see what was on the screen. It would have been like, less, like, embarrassing if you were just watching hardcore gay orgy. Like. Right, I'd just be like, hey, some I was just, you know, some days you get the urge, you just watch it, you get it out of your system, and then it's gone for a year. You know, like... <laughs> uh, but, but this was just like yeah mm. I, I was like mm, yeah this is bad mm-hmm. yeah like during um, that like like a little bit after that part I'm not gonna lie like I watched the movie well I, I tried to watch the movie last night around that scene I fell asleep <laughs> I don't play it goes on for a long time it, it was so long but I fell asleep and I woke up and I'll just put what I I saw I saw two Jack deaths and I was okay, like, yeah. all right, I, but I was like, all right, that's enough for me. I'm done. I turned it off for the night and went to bed. <laughs> so, yeah, Jack has to face his double, which is the next challenge. Well, did it, the how did it bold- come about? Like, because like I said, I fell asleep. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, why was there a, okay, so a clone? Okay, so first they... Jack, you know, figures out that they're in a trap in the pleasure area and that time is wasting there. And so they get out of that and then they go down a hall and all these like ghosts like start coming, following them down this big. So this this was the unrelenting terror. Yes. Yes. But this here's here's how unrelenting the terror is. Jack Death basically looked back at them. Well, no, he didn't. Basically, he literally he looked back at them and basically said, you all go the fuck back to bed. Not verbatim, but, you know, he told them lie down. And so they did. And I was just like, I was like, wait, and I was like, you know, you're expecting like, oh, Jack thinks that the 
task or, you know, threat is over, but they're going to come back up, right? You know, they're going to be like the Mario ghosts. When you turn your back on them, they move. No. You just told them to lie the fuck back down, and they did. And and the unrelenting terror relented to him yelling at it. And then it's pretty. I was gonna say the unrelenting terror. I just realized is fucking blue balls at that orgy. Yes, (laughs) that is terrifying. And then they enter a room with this really high pitched sound that knocks them both out. And Prospero is out, but Jack gets back up, and that's where you see his double. And they have a really boring fight. Yeah, like I, I saw them like like shitty punching each other. And I was like, all right, I'm done for the night. And I just fucking turned it off. But but here here's how cheap this movie is. There's no split screen. It was just like the shot of like his feet and like the coat, There's, right? It's over yeah, you see if you two bodies in the screen, it's either over the shoulder, very hardcore over the shoulder onto Tim Thomerson's face. Or Tim Thomerson is on the ground and you just see the feet and trench coat of another man. You will never see Tim Thomerson face to face with himself. That's really bad. So man, I was watching for it because I saw it. I was like, all these cuts, they're cutting a lot and not doing any split screen for this so-called double. So even, they didn't even bother with a split screen. Even the cheapest movie of the 90s did the double no, split dude, screen. Dude, you know what? I've watched a lot of silent films and it was like a big thing in silent films to do like split screen doubles. Yeah. And, and they actually were oftentimes they were really good at it. You'd think it would be like herky jerky, but like they did it really well because you know, you don't have a lot of camera movement, not a lot of like, you know, extra stuff going on. There's no sound to sync. So they could just shoot a still room, you know, half of it on one side and then half of it on the other. And they would put their characters together. And then they, they had the editing down too. like there. I saw, I'm thinking of actually two, one where, yeah, they're just in the one room. But then there's another where it's like the same actress is playing twin sisters and one is doing the other hair, the other's hair. And they do some split screen, but then they do some of that creative editing together. And it like so they they've had this down since 1920, basically, wanna, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't understand how they couldn't just take the time to do it when it's one of the like most basic and earliest like optic special effects. effects like right but the thing is like about that like i just want to touch on that real quick is um when i see like shit like that from like old like black and white like kind of silent films and them doing like special effects like that really does blow my mind like well yeah i mean you'd be now. surprised that like all the stuff that they did in camera that they did very well back then like, like how did they figure that out like i like to me like it it like weren't like movies like relatively new? Like how old were photographs they before movies were. started? Yeah, I mean like thirty years. Yeah, like that's insane to progress yeah, like that much. Basically started because a guy lined up a series of cameras to photograph a horse for a bet. That's that, where movies started. Is that it? Movies that's real. Movies started on a bet between these two guys, these two rich guys. And one guy said when horses are running, there's a like in their stride, they bring all four legs off the ground. And the other guy said, no fucking way. They always have at least two legs on the ground, whether they're alternating like a front and a back or whatever it was. But one guy said all the legs are off. The other guy said, no way. Oh, man. Now in my head, so because I'm, just, they were, I'm picturing it. I'm like, 
20 oh, minutes. The, the, well, the pictures are now, there if you well, look no, it up. I need. To, but, I, I want to hear your thing on it. But right now it's blowing my mind because I'm like, I never thought about that. So because they were rich, one guy said, fuck, they put a bet down on it. And he's like, I'm going to hire this photographer who's a really good, like innovative photographer. And he does stuff like this to settle this bet for me. So the photographer decided to make it clear once and for all. He set up cameras at intervals down the track and then had them on like sequential timers. See, even that blows my fucking mind. Timers were like that. I don't know how I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he timed it, but. Maybe they all had stopwatches and they were like, my fucking alarm doesn't even go off every time I need it. (laughs) So he sends the horse down the track in front of the cameras. Click, 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 click. And he has this series of like just a few photos. But if you know, it's almost like an animation. You put them together and you could see the horse run and you could see that all four legs come off the ground. And that's basically how movies started right there. So they do come off the ground. Mm -hmm. Wow. Man, you learn something new every day. Yeah, you learn two new things in that story. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't learn anything from Trancers. Like, yeah, I was just like, how do we segue back into Trancers? I don't know. I was like, so I... much more excited talking about that. Yeah, that was, was great. Like, Is there something more I could say about that that's relevant right now? And I was like, nope. All right, once to go back to Trancers. <laughs> once that story finished, I looked out of my notes and just sighed. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I have have two more notes. I have Caliban's force throws look stupid because he like they raid the castle and Caliban just even the Caliban actor, I forget his name, just looks like just lazily hand waving and even the extras are just (laughs) like falling down. (laughs) And then my next note is just a bullet point. That's where I gave up. I put the bullet point for the next note and it was just like, nope, that's it. Yeah, after I woke up and then I rewatched it today, like I watched the last 30 minutes or whatever, I only have one note. Bad guy crystal. <laughs> That's it. That's all it says. Because <laughs> do, you, do you know why? I, I was so. No, no, no. I, why I wrote that. I was. And just didn't write anything else. Because I was so fucking done with this. I did what our second part of this podcast is i turned that on instead and watched uh-huh. that while the while the movie played and just like looked up every like couple minutes uh-huh. i was like oh okay something's going on but i guess like let's get to the end of the movie i guess they go back in time jack death and fucking ross perot yeah and they make it to well the one lady the mean weapons lady is saying how she yeah. wished she would have banged him. She's yeah, she's suddenly <laughs> like just hot for Jack Death. Just because he's dead, I guess. I mean, I know they, they, think they were dead. they were flirty and that's cool, but she like she goes from flirty to like he was the love of my life now yeah. that he's gone. And I was just like, no, like they she knew each other like, for thirty seconds almost. Yeah, she should have <laughs> been like, damn, I kinda wanted to get to know him more. He was sexy. You know, like that would be normal, or maybe not. You shouldn't say if someone just died. Like, damn, he was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think when somebody dies. I'm just like, are they sexy or not? Because that's all yes. I give a shit about. It, it affects like, how sad you're gonna be. If I they need were to, sexy or not. I need to look at the obituary and see if it says if they were sexy or not before what I do give you a shit. Please obituaries online just to be like, let me read them and like guess if they're sexy. <laughs> That's fucking sick, dude. (laughs) 
It's like mother of three. Oh, I bet she's not sexy. Oh, the hot Wait, oh, she adopted. died today okay. in a car crash. <laughs> My wife is in the background. She didn't like me making a joke about a mother of three dying in a car crash. <laughs> Especially not a sexy mother of three. <laughs> All right, an ugly mother of three. Ew, uh, gives uh, a shit. You know, but that's actually kind of sadder because an uglier mother of three might love her kids more or something. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, hot moms don't care about their kids as much. (laughs) (laughs) My wife is shooting me all kinds of glances now. (laughs) This is the bad part about podcasting in the same room as your wife. That has to be fucking awkward. Oh, I've I've gone too far. so many words I can say. Yeah, my my wife's a hot mom who loves her kids a lot, so... And hasn't so died talk- in a car crash. She hasn't died in a car crash. I'm talking all kinds of bullshit. I've gone way far from the original joke of <laughs> sexy or not obituary reading. Which I just think is just incredible and demented. Oh man, but if she does die in a car crash, you have to put she was sexy now. <laughs> oh, it's so bad, but I almost want to like Google an obituary and read it to you. <laughs> And then send you the picture. Like, you oh, have to man. Guess. Like a game? <laughs> yes. Dude, this is a hilarious no. game. <laughs> Sexy death or not? <laughs> Maybe off episode. Oh, dude, that would be great. <laughs> oh, it's too... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I have the balls to think it, but not the balls to do it. Oh, man. Uh, so... So that concludes Transfers 5 for us. I'm I'm now I'm ready for Transfers 6. Before I wasn't. I was like I don't want to see Tim Thomerson go, but like since he's so he's clearly so wants to so depressed. Like you can't like, that's yeah. just, it's it's basically elder abuse it looks like. <laughs> yes, I am, I feel so bad for him and I understand now why he's not in the 6th one even though it came 8 years later. Like and we know he's never for a fact come back to this. that he's not in the 6th. I yeah. Oh okay. See, I just archival know he... footage. Oh, that's it. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't look it up. I just saw that he wasn't on the cover, and it was a woman. So I was just like, oh, he's probably maybe a cameo, but yeah. I hope it's not archival footage from this. Oh god, it's only <laughs> four and five that they do. It's, it's it's archival footage because it's a recap. <laughs> Oh, dude, and it's like fucking f- like 14 minutes long. Yeah. No, it would be 20 oh. because it was a double movie. Yeah, oh god. But I am I am like half excited for Transfer 6 because it can't be worse than this. And also I'm it, like super curious what they do. It's like a soft reboot basically, right? So like I'm yeah. super curious where they're going to take it. Even also, though obviously it had nothing, no follow-up or anything. No. But. Also Full Moon like after they got out of that weird, shitty mid-90s phase, like, they did start to pick up again in the 2000s. So, there might, yeah, I, yeah, I figured there'd probably be some production value. They wouldn't bring back transfers after eight years and not, like, give some care to it. Yeah, because they got, like, pretty good movies, like, later on, like, Killjoy and um, Blood oh, Dolls yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. shit I actually enjoy. So, like, it, there, there is a shot they probably put more effort into it. All right. So, but briefly before we go and before Tim Thomerson leaves our transfers series, we decided we were going to talk about Tim Thomerson's stand-up routine because he started as a stand-up comedian before he went into the acting. You Which know, is funny say. that you 
you brought that up on the like through the text messages and i was like fuck dude i've known this because i wanted to tell you about it but i kept forgetting right. every episode because we keep both keep going over his wikipedia and seeing it so i was like damn that some of that's got to exist and not much but if you go on youtube there's three videos of two sets one set is broken up into two parts and it's 15 minutes and the other is like eight minutes long yeah um wait before we get into it though i just wanted to bring up um yeah Remember when I was like telling you I'm trying to like find him, right? Like yeah. anything to contact him. And I finally did find a like a celebrity address thing to his um his uh talent agency. Right. But the thing was, like it's there, but when you go to the actual talent agency and shit, like they host like mostly comedians and like some people like oh fuck, who is the one guy that was on it that's famous? I, I don't remember, but um, he wasn't actually on the website itself, so I don't know if he's still employed by them or not. That's what I think, because he's not really doing anything. No, because like, one of the things was I said I wanted to meet him and stuff, so I was like, oh, well, maybe a comedy show or something. Like he would, mm. I could meet him like after one of those, because I'm sure he isn't selling out a fucking comedy show these days. No. And yeah, with that material I, I saw, I don't think he was selling out a comedy show in 1982. But whenever dude, these were from, he he was fucking killing. Ugh. Dude, do you dude, know how, how awesome how? it would be? How was he killing? Dude, you, okay, so no, listen, listen. I because I'm I actually am like really big fan of stand up comedy. Like I've been following it for years. You know. Yeah. Um, dude, in the 80s, literally anybody could be a comedian. Anybody yeah, like look at some of the guys who got big like and their sticks like Awful. Tim Allen had fucking nothing. Dude, Robin Williams sucked like really. Oh, yeah, except for the shit he stole. He was just out of control, right? Like that's all you had to do, and it's funny because well, voices you had to make fucking noise voices and you were hilarious and you had to be coked out of your fucking mind, dude. Dude, my four year old who probably like minus the coke do well in 80s stand-up. He loves just annoying the shit out of me, going, hoo, 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 and he thinks it's fucking hilarious. And sometimes, like... It made me I laugh. Guess, you know when you get so annoyed that you crack and you kind of start laughing, but you're still fucking annoyed? Yeah. That's what he does to me. I'm just like, dude, stop. And he's like, oh, yeah, stop? Hoo, I, hoo. And I'm just like, fucking stop. I respect the hoo, shit out of that. <laughs> that's, that's, his, that's his routine. And, like, yeah, if, if he was out there in 1984 going, hoo, hoo, on stage, just, like, he'd just and, tell, like, a normal joke. And then instead of, like, chuckling or laughing at his own joke, he'd go, hoo, hoo, like... He'd have a fucking, he'd have his own HBO special called Who Who Who, like. And then a fucking sitcom. Yes, he'd have a fucking seven season sitcom after that. And he would do that on the show. He would be living off fucking royalties right now. Fucking raking in that Who Who money. There would still be like like fucking kids in like Africa wearing hoo hoo shirts that were donated fucking 10, 20 years ago. Like, and he cups his hands when he does it. So it's just a picture of him cupping his hands with his mouth and that big O. And it's just a hoo hoo underneath it. That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, they do still be wearing it in 2020. <laughs> oh my god. Well,. Speaking of which, though, like the beginning of the one, 
he literally walks up and he is wiping cocaine off of his nose. Did you see that? I didn't know if that, yeah, I didn't know if that was literal or he was just making a joke about like coked up he comedians. Was, he was coked the fuck up, man. You Dude, can tell. he was out of his mind. <laughs> Dude, watching him do the stand-up and then knowing him as Jack Death. It's hardly it's, calling it stand-up. Like, it's night and day, though. No, it's not so, stand-up. You know what also, I mean, though. Also, his opening joke is to fucking crush a beer can on his head like a frat boy. <laughs> yeah, for he the does, first one, that was awesome. He does a voice of a frat like, bro. And then, like, just smashes his head. Oh, yeah. And, like, and then the crowd's like, oh, my God. <laughs> they fucking lose it, man. Right. Dude, like, I would be so goddamn popular. Literally, he walked up doing coke. Talking about pussy, <laughs> chugged a beer, and then beat himself in the head with it. Dude, I do that in front of nobody. My cats watch me do that every night. <laughs> and they go, hoo, hoo. <laughs> You should start going, hoo, hoo at them. See if they laugh. Dude, fucking cats are just fucking applauding me. <laughs> <laughs> Cat clapping at you. <laughs> that sounds adorable. <laughs> Just light paws uh, tapping. Yes. Oh. It's like a little padded golf clap. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, see, yeah, he tells these shitty jokes. He had one about like, what was it like? Oh, I bet a pygmy rapist backstage. Oh, that, that he was, was a little the, fucker. That was the only funny one. That was the second one. That was the second video. Yes, that I got. the second video. And this is how I like. I broke them up into the two different ones. So like with the first one, it's funny Which because is the one that's two videos. Yeah, one, one set in two parts. Yeah, but it's funny because like he does. He begins with well, he doesn't begin. But, like, he does the hackiest thing known in comedy, which was the biggest thing in the 80s. Like, if you watch 99% of 80s comedians, this is how they started their fucking jokes is, yeah, so I'm doing this, and fucking uh, Charles Brunson walks in, and then he just does the voice. But the thing is, like, you have to tell the people who you're doing first, which is so fucking hacky. Like, the, the if you're a good... Like impressionist or comedian, you don't have to tell people. Oh, fucking Jay Leno walked in. Right. Hey, how's it going in here? Like, no, yeah, that's not yeah, a, that's yeah. terrible. Uh, and, oh, it was so and, bad. And then the David Blowy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just drops these things. It's just like, okay, dude. Like, I was like, what, what did he? Have, what, what was the beef with David Bowie? And the crowd loved it too. I, like, oh yeah, fuck David Bowie. As if like David Bowie was the source of mockery. I don't remember that part. David of Bowie was weird and gay. He thought <laughs> like that's what it seemed right, like. Yeah, he was making fun some, of him for that. There's some strong homophobia in like a couple lines he oh, throws yeah. out in these well, videos. Well, also and the crowd's just like, oh yeah. Oh, they loved it. They fucking loved it. But when you said yeah. pygmy joke. The thing that I wrote was, he begins with a racist rapist joke. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and sadly, it was the only one that was anywhere near funny of everything that he does. And it's so, literally the worst, like the most horrible. So, so both sets, his like main event, and it's what, like 10 minutes long or something, is he like makes a parody of the movie Stagecoach. Which I've never out- seen it. Yeah, well, it came out. I haven't seen it either, but it it's a John Wayne movie directed by John 
Ford that came out in the 30s. So this movie is damn near 50 years old. I'm like, I was just thinking, like, how is how in night how is even in 1982 Stagecoach so damn relevant that he builds his entire set around it? That's like me going around like doing stand-up comedy now, doing easy rider jokes. Yes. <laughs> like, what the no, fuck? Not just making easy rider jokes, but doing a whole set. <laughs> a fucking about eight minutes about so, easy yeah, rider. It's eight minutes of him making basically a horse of sounds interspersed <laughs> with other sounds and jokes that don't make any sense and probably still don't make any sense even if you've seen the movie. So <sighs> yeah, it's eight minutes of Tim Thomas's. <laughs> Pole smokers. Like, <laughs> yes, that, that, that's it. Like, that's the example where I know for sure he was actually wiping coke off of his nose. Man. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't go fucking show. Like, I got tired doing it, and I did it for what, like seven seconds, and I was like, "This is." I, I was like, "This is too long on my fucking podcast to be making I, these fucking gobbledygook noises." I wonder if when he was doing the horse thing, if both of his feet were off the ground. <laughs> we have to do it in slow motion and find out. So we, oh god, I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> it was I'm like. I had high hopes because of the way he delivers things as Jack Death. Yeah. He has really good timing, but yeah. I guess he just doesn't have, if someone's not writing it for him, he doesn't actually have jokes. At least if you're outside of the eighties. Like I said, the it was the difference in like tone too. like Jack right. Death was funny in like, just like a straight up, like kind of grizzled jaded. Like, yeah. yeah. Boiled. Like if he if if fucking Tranthers was him being that guy, like that would have been fucking strange, right. dude. <laughs> yeah, because like at the beginning he kind of pretends to be a frat boy, but his whole energy is like a frat boy. Yeah, yeah. He's, and the funny thing he's is, just, like, like big, tall, kind of not. Yeah, he's kind of buff looking. You know, in the one video, um, it was 1980, and they said he was 34 years old. I like. Holy right. shit, he's only one year older than me in this. Oh, oh, wow. Like, that's insane. Also, he was wearing a party shirt. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. sweet. But uh, again, frat boy. Like, um, And the other thing I wrote, like, during that whole, like, fucking weird stagecoach, I think it was during the stagecoach thing, is he goes on that, like, rant about the tie a pecker to a tree to a tree oh yeah i thought that was a mojo was, nixon thing for i've the, only ever heard mojo nixon sing in his tie my pecker to my leg to my, my leg to my leg to my leg to my leg but i've never i didn't know it existed it must be some kind of folk song yeah i've never heard that before like besides right. the mojo nixon thing so i was wondering if you caught that Yes, I absolutely did. And then I started singing Time Out. Yeah, leg, me too. To I did the same. I was like, man, I got to listen to that. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm just looking up Time I Pecker to a Tree. Well, this is a song by the fucking Melvins. They were released what? a cover in 2013. The, the Mel Melvins, they're like that grunge band. Yeah, yeah. They suck. Yeah. I hate the Melvins. But they, so, but that's, I, I like their one album, Houdini. Um, but yeah, that's it. Even that doesn't tie my pecker to a tree. Only brings up Melvin's, huh? So dude, what if be Tim like a, Thomerson made it up? No, I think and it's Mojo just Nixon sort of like, ripped Tim Thomerson off. Oh. Whoa, dude, my mind is fucking blown. 
I, I hope that's exactly what happened is Mojo was drunk one night in 1980. In the audience of a Tim Thomerson comedy show. Well, these were on like some like late night, right? Maybe he was just watching it, TV. It was on the Freddie Prince show. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. but Yeah, like that that's Freddie Prince Jr.'s dad. He was a stand-up comic. Uh, yeah. Tie my pecker to my leg. Is a song by Mojo Nixon. It is a very crude song. He sings at every blah, 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 live performance. His body is song up to that point. Co-written by Tim Thomerson. Farmer. Yeah. Okay. The Old Chillsome Trail is a well-known cowboy song. So, so it is like an old cowboy thing then. Ed Cray in the Erotic Muse credits a variation of these lyrics to high school and college students in Southern California. So, so the 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 melody is like the folk song. Okay. But then kids in Southern California did start saying "Tie my pecker to my leg." So I think this theory that Mojo Nixon was drunk and picked it up from Tim <laughs> Thomerson because Tim Thomerson Thomas, was a California dude. He said it in the fucking yes, thing. He's from California and Mojo Nixon sure as fuck ain't. Yeah. So Mojo Nixon one night in 1980 watching fucking Freddie Prince. <laughs> the Freddie Prince show. <laughs> heard those words from Tim Thomerson and said, well, that'll make a great song. <laughs> <laughs> and it became a fucking staple of his set. Oh, we're so far off of anything. <laughs> well, what were we going to do? It's Talk about Trancers 5? No. Yeah, no. You can look up Mojo Nixon's Time I Pecker to My Leg on YouTube. You could look up Tim Thomerson's stand-up, but I I hate to say I recommend against it. I love Tim, but I hate his stand-up. I mean, I respect it, though, because he was getting money for just yeah, going for out and... <laughs> just Dude, he was bashing beer bottles or beer cans. Beer bottles would have been way better. Literally, he was spending his 80s going comedy club, comedy club, fucking chugging beers. He was drinking other people's drinks yeah. off their table. Yeah, fucking man. probably like um, fucking waitresses. Fucking oh, yeah, coked out. Of, like probably doing coke off their assholes and shit. Like, right. dude, he lived it, I bet, man. I and, bet he didn't even pay for half of his coke. No. But it was just there in the green room. Like, yeah. You know, the headliners just sharing for all. And he's like, oh, no, thanks, man. Don't mind if I do. Dude, <laughs> I've, I've heard stories, though, about like like the old school 80s, like comedy club scene. Because, like I said, I listen to a lot of comedy shit. And um, mm-hmm. like they literally would just have like piles of coke there in the like green room for these people. Oh my God. Like, and it was just like. Just all the drugs and shit like you wanted, like drugs and alcohol, is there. So like that's why like a lot of those like people like just fucking went to nothing because they just right. became huge drug addicts and like yeah. just. But there were some that like broke out, like fucking Tim Allen and Robin Williams and shit. You know, Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Tim Allen get arrested for like fucking? Three pounds of coke or some shit. I think frequently, but yeah, (laughs) he's he's got some problems. And then he has a like a fucking family sitcom. I think a good father. 
America should be embarrassed that that man has a career. And I'm part of the problem. I watched that show growing up, and <laughs> I was like, oh. I yeah, I, was, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, my God, he's grunting again. Dude, fucking he's stealing your kid's fucking, Yeah, yeah he's, well, my kid's stealing his. Ooh, it's just like a little, just a variation. Now he's just got to go time travel and get out there before Tim Allen. And he's a fucking billionaire. I guess not, to, if he stays away from the coke, he'll be a billionaire. <laughs> Oh. Man. Yeah, that means it's time to end this. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Like, hopefully, Transfer 6 does something nice. Or uh, hopefully, like, this this one, I was like, well, maybe the stand-up, you know what I mean, will balance this out and make yeah. it not such a negative episode. But it didn't. Honestly, so maybe, the, I didn't have high hopes. Like, I, 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 I had zero expectations, good or bad. So I just was like whatever it's gonna be it's gonna be I, I, I didn't try to predict yeah i didn't expect him to come in with some like louis ck type fucking material or anything I, I will say i did not expect him <laughs> to like have the weird energy that he did or to be a sound effects guy that yeah that, i didn't see coming at all i was 50 50 on it <laughs> you thought he might be a sound effects yeah, guy? yeah just because every comic uh, then was yeah, that you know yeah, like yeah it didn't matter like they were all that uh, all right you guys <laughs> yeah well so next time if transfer six is bad we're also going to talk about the transfers comics which there's what like just four issues uh there's the first uh edition from the early 90s uh i think epic put them a, out. i don't remember yeah, and, and that one had like a run of two and then there's and then the one, and then the one from four. action lab came out in 2015 yeah and it's it three issues three. so it's like four or five issues no it's three issues total three oh, issues no total, no, so. no five total yes yes my bad so two from the 90s and three from 20 yeah we'll break them up into we'll do the 90s ones oh yeah yeah we'll go issue by issue and all right, so that's all something we have to look forward to after this dreadful well, experience. And let's remind the people that the show is not ending after the transfers. Right. We, we, we will have better things coming along, like coming down the pike. cult moves on. We have the fear and the fear too. Morty lives coming. <laughs> That'll be and great. And then the Fortress movies, right? The Fortress. And we're also going to do Dollman. Okay. We're going right. to delve back into the Tim Thomerson we talked about. Last, we don't last have to episode. reveal our whole schedule, but it's fun. Oh, no. We um, talked about it, I thought, on the episode. Yeah, no, no, no. We did. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just. Oh, okay. We've talked um, about all those on the episode. So, but but we've got other ones planned for sure. Yeah, in the background. Those are our set schedule now. Um, but to reiterate, because none of y'all have said anything. So if you're listening. And do think that there's some movie out there or even a series of movies that is subcult. So remember what we mean by subcult is like not some just out of the way movie that nobody's seen at all, but a movie maybe like Trancers or the other example we used was Streets of Fire, that there is some buzz around, but nobody's really calling it a cult classic. You're not really seeing people wearing shirts of it, you know, but like the movie deserves that. That's the kind of movie we're looking for, and we are open to suggestions. Yep. See ya. Peace.